You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. Oh my gosh, isn't it absolutely beautiful out there? What a spectacular sunrise. Yeah, you should see the webcams this morning. In fact, uh, local listener Samantha Jenkins said, if you missed the Northern Lights last night, she sure hopes you saw the sunrise. And damn straight, Sam, it is absolutely gorgeous out there this morning. The duffy looking prime. I have We have lost the light now, what with the cloud coming in, but it was a stun. I hope you got to see it. It is chilly up there, though, in the Alpine, looking at still minus eight degrees and seventh, uh, around seventh heaven and the peak in the Alpine, but in the valley as well pretty chilly. Yesterday was minus two and it is minus 1.7 this morning as well. Burr, getting us up to what will be a very cool day. Uh, Yeah, the government of Canada uh, forecasting just a high of four degrees. Well, yesterday was only 9.7. It was due to be warmer, but just a high of 9.7 today. So yeah, single temperature digits along with cool temperatures overnight. But we've got some warmer weather kind of coming our way Thursday, Friday. I say warmer weather. It's still going to have a a chance of showers, a mix of sun and cloud, but temperatures back into the kind of the double digits come Thursday for a stretch, which will be wanted. Otherwise, yes, temperatures in the single digits, four degrees apparently the high today. Here's hoping it is not that bad, but rain due to kick in in the afternoon today and then, well, as you pretty solidly continue through until later this evening around midnight with fog patches developing overnight and then tomorrow mainly cloudy day forecast with just a high of seven degrees. Oh, blimey. I know. Oh, well, it's, uh, it is what it is and you know what it means, valley, uh, valley rain means snow in the alpine hopefully adding to the base that we've got because yeah it's uh we'll be we'll be skiing on and snowboarding come november 26th i hope you had a fantastic final day in the bike park yesterday along with a fantastic thanksgiving it was a beautiful final day for the season for sure and i know a lot of people uh were squeezing in some last minute runs yesterday i hope you had a blast and it maybe enjoyed riding the creekside gondola for the last time as a biker until they upgrade it next summer uh yeah road wise what do we have going on the road today there's still that 60 kilometer an hour limit by uh the tantalus lookout in between alice lake and daisy lake uh, there and that at counterflow well the speed limit's due to be in effect until the end of this week october 15th that bridge maintenance is almost completed but there is still a 4k stretch of a 60 kilometer an hour limit there Still getting Duffy Lake, well, Duffy uh, Road view cams, which is awesome. I love seeing the webcam up there. Uh, traffic yesterday heading southbound was pretty terrible. Took people about 45 to an hour to get from Squamish to Britannia Beach yesterday afternoon. And then things allevi- alleviated. But yeah, that approach to Marin Park is so ghastly on a long weekend. It is what it is when the hotels are going to be at full capacity and all depart on the same day, same time. It's bound to happen, right? 
So Walker, though, have an event tonight. It is their last, potentially, last trail night of the year. It's sponsored by Specialized Bicycles and Free Radicals. So gear up for grabs for all those who participate to a maximum number of 30 volunteers. I know it's due to rain a bit, but a great opportunity to help out and contribute to the trail system you love to ride. And uh, and if you've done two trail uh, the other volunteer trail nights, if you get another one, you get a free bike park ticket. A bit late now for that. Uh, could you use it last year, next year? Uh, probably not, eh? Okay. Well, uh, that's the last trail night coming tonight from Walker. As expected, lots of snow in the Sprout Alpine Network. Yeah, you're not getting up to the top of Lord of the, Squir- Lord of the Squirrels now, unfortunately. And with those temperatures dropping, um, Hot Dog Alley has been saved for this time of year. So they've been doing some dirt work around there, Dan Raymond and his team, around a bunch of mushrooms. So about some upcoming program for Fungus Among Us shortly because I want to chat about the Northern Lights. Who saw them last night? Love looking at Yon Rhodes morning. It is uh, it was spectacular. What a beautiful display last night. I'm so sorry to have missed it, but I hope others managed to. Wow, that's really quite high on the horizon there. Beautiful, beautiful display. But yeah, it depends if you got a right spot and a good nook. But that was last night, all oh, about 10 hours ago. So about 10 p.m., but would have been a chilly one. Whew. Hope you got to see it. Absolutely beautiful. But uh, some more programming that I wanted to... Oh, uh, here's an article. What's this one from? The uh, Water testing art, the municipality facilities, finds elevated lead and copper. Fascinating. Okay, this is an article from The Peak that I haven't read this morning. It's uh, really... Uh, this is from October 1st. How have I missed this? Okay, this is after uh, some testing happened two years ago that we, uh, yeah, prior to COVID that we, was it during COVID? Yeah, it was in December 2019 that an investigation showed that. So I'll have to read this article on the peak, but uh, water testing from the Muni or at the Muni facilities there reported on from the peak on October 1st. Okay, so uh, we'll we'll all look that up in our own time. Let me tell you about some local programming and events coming up because the Muni, the library was closed yesterday, but they had a, they have a stacked roster of events coming up soon, including their meditate session, meditation session that's happening tomorrow. They have a quest lecture series happening today. Their outreach program continues. That's right with drop-in. Uh, so much from them, uh, along with an SFU writer's studio writing consultation uh, on Thursday. That will be part of the Whistler Writers Festival, which is in its, uh, in, what year is it in now? Stella Harvey, I wonder, who started the festival. Uh, it's its 20th anniversary there we go and absolutely incredible lots of events in fact 13 reading events 16 workshops 60 authors and publishers with speaker panels music webinars and more so starting tomorrow not tomorrow friday october 15th i'm sorry I haven't had a coffee. They've got some amazing uh, programming well, with uh, some Cypriot appies and a cocktail uh, with a happy twist. They've got a cabaret, the Saturday night gala coming up, a walk to Lost Lake and back along with a Sunday brunch on Sunday. Amazing programming. So check out more details online about the 20th annual Whistler Writers Festival that kicks off this week. Yeah, Thursday, Friday. But Fungus Among Us is going down. I know a lot of people uh, have been 
super keen for this, especially because they've announced that they've been doing a walk. They will be doing a walk this Saturday. And I've done it before. It's absolutely fantastic. A wonderful opportunity to get familiar with local edible species and other uh, types of mushroom and fungi, looking at maybe some hawkwing or turkey tails, what we have locally and some uh, good intel on where to find them. And that's going down this Saturday. So you do need to register and pay in advance. More information online on the Whistler Naturalist's website. Make sure you look at that. There'll be a mushroom display as well afterwards. So you get an opportunity to have a look at well over a hundred different types of mushroom to help you if you're feeling unconfident in what to pick. A great opportunity to have a look and, and you know, expand your foraging skills. Love it. So Jay McIver, check out that walk, would you? Uh, it'll be super fun. In fact, I reckon you could just teach them a thing or two. <laughs> Uh, other events I wanted to mention, well, how about a couple birthday, well, no, I'll do the birthday shout outs in a second. How about the fact that the beer, craft beer fest, craft, craft beer month in Whistler is still ongoing. Make sure you are getting your bingo beer cards from Coast Mountain Brewing, an opportunity to drink six pints of Coast Mountain Brewing in six different locations and you get a free beer, a free pint from Coast Mountain. So make sure you pick that up. You still have uh, plenty of time for the rest of the month to play along with that. But let's get to some birthdays. I want to give a couple happy birthday shout outs to Wendy Robinson today, who's uh, just had a wonderful time on the island with Sovey and Dave by the looks of things, along with Tomomi. Happy birthday, Tomomi-chan. I hope you've had a wonderful, you're going to have a wonderful day. So good to celebrate with you the other night. We had a Nagomi sushi staff party on Sunday night. Hell of a fun time. So full. They absolutely spoiled us. But uh, Tomo and I worked together there. So happy birthday to you, Tomo. Mm, wish you nothing but the best. Abby Gregus's birthday is tomorrow, along with Glenn Mishaw's birthday. That's coming up real soon. Reuben Kenny's. A few other uh, Whistlerites on this week's roster of birthdays, including Amber Salmons. Happy birthday, Amber. I'm looking forward to wishing you a happy birthday in a few days. Rory Hannaford's no longer in town, but some of you might know him. Cooper Bathgates is coming up on the weekend. Wow. Mark Kester's too. Happy birthday, Kester. I won't be here to wish you a happy birthday because... This is going to be the, well, the last uh, podcast for October. I'm going on vacation to see my family for the first time in two years. So, and uh, yeah, unfortunately won't be able to deliver the podcast. So I'll be back in November to ramp it up for the ski season. Don't worry. So. After those birthday shout outs, I want to give a huge, huge shout out, phenomenal Jeremy Peterson, who I'm so sorry, Jeremy, lost a wonderful, another good friend this year. You've been oh, just so challenged recently, and I'm so sorry for all your loss. I want you to know you're an absolutely phenomenal human who does so much for the community. You are so loved. And thank you so much for supporting this podcast and bringing us these amazing tidbits of trivia every day. But not just that. Everything you do for the community. Thank you. And you've got some great tra great trivia for us today, including uh, there was a, uh, don't worry, a... Uh, Pink Floyd flag, uh, fact I'm going to share, but our throwback facts today brought to you by Stinkies on the Stroll off with a fact from, about Little Richard because on this day in 1957 during an Australian tour, he publicly renounced rock and roll and embraced God telling 
the audience the story of dreaming of his own damnation after praying to God when one of the engines on a plane he was on caught fire. So he threw four diamond rings at the time valued at like $8,000 into Sydney's Hunter River and then after launched a gospel career. But five years later, he actually switched back to rock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, pretty interesting. On this day in, oh, when was it? Well, uh, 1974, Blondie played in New York City under the name Blondie for the first time. And they got their name, you know, because uh, truck drivers catcalled Debbie Harry, hey, Blondie, as they drove by. Hmm. Uh, let's see, Sid Vicious on, this is Grizzly, Sid Vicious on this day in 1978, whilst living at the Chelsea Hotel in New York City, I called the police to say that someone had stabbed his girlfriend, Nancy Spungen, and I went down on this day in 1978. Oh. Uh, in 1979, Fleetwood Mac released their 12th album, Tusk, which just so happens to be listener Claire Goss's dad's favorite Fleetwood Mac album. It cost the band over $1 million to make a very kind of experimental set of songs. But uh, yeah, reached number one in the UK, got platinum status. It was released on this day in 1979. And where's that Pink Floyd fact? Oh yeah, they uh, played the first of a 59 run at Earl's Court in London, but less than a minute after the band had started playing Shine On You Crazy Diamond, a scaffolding stand holding 1,200 fans collapsed, throwing hundreds of people 20 feet into the ground. Uh, Yeah, it took over an hour to free everyone from such a twisted wreckage with 96 people injured, so 36 needing hospital, but uh, yeah, six detained overnight. Oh man, it was a scene. Luckily, no one killed, but the Pink Floyd actually sent a free t-shirt and a note of apology to all the fans who'd been seated in the stand that collapsed and uh yeah show was immediately cancelled and rescheduled that went down on this day in 1994 i'm sure stinky knows about that one because he's a mega pink floyd fan aren't you stinky also a big 49ers fan how did they do this weekend uh in 1999 the Bee Gees. i didn't know they were from the isle of man but they are uh that island uh in the UK issued six stamps honoring the Bee Gees because their mum actually had run a local post office on the island. (laughs) Pretty cool. I didn't know that. Another fact for you here, though, uh, that I really want to tie into today. Uh, Well, apparently on on this day in 539 BC, oh, yeah, the army of Sirius and the great of Persia took Babylon. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that went down on this day. But more importantly, uh, oh, and the one here, you know, the children's rhyme, Three Blind Mice? That was published in a book and possibly written by Thomas Ravenscroft, published on this day in 1609. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, some history from 1810 here, because the Bavarian royalty invited the citizens of Munich to join the celebration of the marriage of Crown Prince Ludwig of Bavaria to Princess Therese von Sachsen, uh, Sachsen-Hildburghausen. Oh, that's a mouthful. And this was potentially, well, it is the first Oktoberfest. So this went down on this day, October 12th in 1810. And they called the fields where these celebrations were. There was horse racing, of course, the beer drinking that it's famous for. But uh, the fields were called Theresienweiser, which are now just simply called, um, that's Teresa's Meadow in German. But it, they're now called Weissen. And there were horse races back then held on the 18th October, a little later to celebrate 
celebrate the newlyweds, but there was an annual celebration because it, it took place again the next year, 1811. So this is considered, this wedding and celebration considered the first Oktoberfest. Yeah, went down on this day. There you go. All right, I'm going to wrap it up here. I just wanted to give you a note that if you do see, I've already told you about the controlled burning that will be happening on Whistle Blackcomb underneath a few chairlifts, as well as by the peak to peak and at lot six. Don't be alarmed. Uh, that's commencing, already has commenced, but it will be uh, will be happening throughout the month of October. So no need to call that one in. Mm. Got a few tracks uh, in our October Pick and Mix playlist up on Spotify from the Whistle Pulses account. And there's some great new music in there, some classic tracks as well, some throwbacks too. But I'm loving some uh, Bacar uh, and his latest track, The Mission. So Bacar, he's, uh, I guess, an indie kind of singer, songwriter, rapper. He's got a very indie rock style. And his track from the summer called The Mission, I'm really, really digging. He's from Cam and a very young, talented, uh, talented, you know, musician. He's on Black Butter labels and, yeah, from Camden, loving his track, The Mission. Hope you dig it. It's on the October Pick and Mix this playlist. Just type that in on Spotify. You'll find it. And there's a bunch of other tracks on there, like some new material from Radiohead, um, the latest track from Gang of Youths. A lot to keep you entertained through October. And, uh, oh, you know, I'll take care of that when I get back in November. But... Let's give you a joke of the day and then we'll have to part ways. I'm so sorry uh, to not keep you company for a few weeks, but don't worry. Ski season's coming. That's right. Winter is coming. And uh, I'll ramp the whistle pulse back up in November. But a nuclear physicist was drinking at Oktoberfest. He approaches bar and barman asks what he'd like. Physicist raises one finger and says, Einstein. You can laugh, you cannot. I don't know. You can probably do better, but that's all I got. <laughs> Have uh, happy Thanksgiving. So I am incredibly lucky to be going to see my family. I'm so thankful for so much. Thankful for you for listening to this podcast and supporting it. We'll get, I'm sure, uh, another round of Be Vocal About a Local going as well. So if you're a local business or you and you want to contribute pricing to that, get in touch. Or with any other kind of programming or feedback ideas, whatever it might be. Uh, the email address is thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. But again, like I said, I feel so lucky and privileged to be able to see my family. And this Thanksgiving might not have been easy for you. And make sure you do reach out to people, communicate. It's absolutely key. Just reach out and chat to people. Lots of resources available for you if you're having a particularly tough time. I know slow season is tough, but especially this year as well. So take it easy. Take it easy on yourself. And take care, and I will chat to you in a few weeks. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting, and apres needs.